to the Bean Ninjas podcast, where you get an all-access pass to see what happens behind the closed doors of a fast-growing global bookkeeping and financial reporting business. We are back. This is Anthony Chansmooth and Michael Walk. Episode 5, Part 5, the finale of this five-part series, Working in Public. And uh, Mike, good to have you back. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling I'm feeling excited to wrap this up. And because this is a finale, does this mean people have to die? Is this like Game of Thrones where, you know, that you're, you're worried about everyone? It could be. I don't know if, uh, yeah, we've, we've got a hanger. What's it? Cliffhanger? Yeah, cliffhanger. Um, cliffhanger. <laughs> Which family shall fall? But um, uh, well, our products will continue, so there might, there might be season two. <laughs> Absolutely right. And uh, now, by the time that you're listening to this episode, uh, we're estimating that it's probably been a few weeks since we actually did the actual recording. Uh, so we want you to keep that in mind. Um, but this is really a good insight into the journey of both Michael and I launching uh, different products within the Bean Ninjas world. Um, and we anticipate that by the time you've, this episode reaches you, that we would have had some progress, definitely some prog- additional progress to what's already been happening. Uh, in this episode, we're just going to recap some of the, our key lessons over the past five weeks, and we'll get to that in a moment. Now, Mike, let's kick off with just what were your goals for the last week, uh, and how did you track against those? So I had a, had a couple that I set out for myself. One was to build and launch uh, a cash flow product, which is to help people through these next six to 12 months and give them a path forward uh, with their business to help them plan. Uh, The other was a version two of a business blueprint session that I've been rolling out at the moment. So that has been now um, finalized. I've got the questions all sorted. And a big learning I had from that was to reword the question in in our client's language, in in entrepreneur's language. So avoid financial jargon, trying to make it clear and trying to spell, spell things out for people to ease them into the question. So that was a really big learning when I did version two. Um, and now I've I delivered that our first session this week as well. So that's another iteration delivered on that. And the new video series, this has probably been my biggest failure for the, for the past two weeks. And I've now put recording a, a series of cash flow videos on hold. And I'll mention that later in the episode why I've done that. But for a strategic reason, um, I wanted to map out a proper structure to these videos rather than just pointing and shooting each week with whatever the hot topic was because they're going to lead into a bigger um, signature system that I want to roll out. So I wanted to do them properly and spend the time. So I didn't want to do something half-hearted. So I put that on hold. That's awesome. And I do want to – yeah, let's let's come back into that whole – planning for content thing because that's going to be very relevant to a lot of people listening to this yeah um and you know a common question you know anyone thinking about this stuff is like well what should i be putting out and when should i put it out and and how does it actually generate buyers and people interested in my stuff um and yeah we'll come back to that but it's a really good point that you raised so thanks for doing that what about yourself mate what was your objectives and how'd you go all right, so I had three from last week. The first one was to launch a weekly uh, community newsletter for our Bean Ninja, private Bean Ninjas uh, Slack members, and uh, that's done. Uh, we've had actually a good open rate on the email, so 50% of, of the members on that list have been opening the emails, and then we actually had a few people sign up to a couple of our upcoming events 
as well, which was good, okay, because that's the whole intention of the newsletter. Uh, and this was a big lesson from my community management days is when you're building a community online, uh, you want to, and you're doing it in some, some kind of platform, whether it's, well, for us, we're using Slack, but for other people, they might be using Facebook groups or something else. Um, you, you need to give people a reason to keep coming back into the group. And so, you know, you need to sort of have a, a trigger. And for us, sending a newsletter to those members is a, is a trigger. So it's like a notification you get in your inbox and you go, oh, that's what's happening. That's that's kind of interesting. Let me check that out. Um, and so you got to find a way to do that. And that's, that was the first objective, which was met. Well done. The, I should just say 50% open rate is really good, mate. Yeah, it is. So we'll obviously monitor how that progresses over time. Um, you know, if we can keep it, around there or even like for me above 30 percent is sort of industry standard in terms of email open rates um but if we can yeah keep it up at that 50 percent that says we're providing some value in the emails that we're sending um and we'll track that over time now the second objective i had was to get the uh know your numbers landing page up so that's the landing page for our our next course that we're launching uh in in may and uh we do have that's we do have a, dry, a draft version up, uh, scrambling to get that up by today. So I'll tell you more about that in the lessons and challenges in a moment. But um, that is live, so people can go and check that out. And we're going to use that now to go and actually uh, offer it to various clients and people in our network who we think might be a good fit for that course. Awesome. All right. And then the third one was to confirm and prepare and promote our next Bean Ninja community events. So our... I guess our launch strategy for the community it has been to uh, really find ways to add value to the members, uh, give them a reason to participate, to engage with us, to learn more about what we do and how we can serve the community and also connect them uh, to each other. And so we've now got four confirmed events that are all happening online. Um, the first one was completed today. So I hosted a weekly it's not going to, it was meant to be weekly, but it's going to be fortnightly now. Uh, a coffee and collaboration meetup. So calling that coffee and collab, basically a chance for members to jump on uh, to Zoom with myself and other members and just introduce themselves and then talk about ways that they might want to collaborate. Um, it started off with one member joining today and it ended up being a nice get to know you. Uh, and then it's good from my perspective as a community manager to actually learn what our members are up to, right? And just to get, to, and for them to, uh, put a face to a name, I suppose, and, and see, be, learn a bit more about what I do in my role uh, with Bean Ninja. So that was really good. Uh, we've also got a another webinar, a new webinar coming up next week, uh, which is how to thrive and position your business for success in the new economy with a uh, experienced business consultant by the name of John Logar and um, one of our clients as well. So he's, he's going to do that. Um, and we've had some really good interest with that already, just started promoting today. Um, and then we have a new series which will start up next week as well with uh, what we're calling the Open Office Hours. Uh, it's a bi-weekly series opportunity to really have business owners jump on to a Zoom call or, yeah, well, let's say it's a Zoom call with a, a one of our Bean Ninjas team. So um, really a chance for them to bring their questions Related to the business finances or zero or whatever it may be, profit first, you know, these sort of things, bring it to one of our Bean Ninjas team members. We're kicking off with Merrill and, and, and we've got, uh, Wayne and, and yourself, uh, doing the, the next, uh, episodes. I'll call them episodes. I don't know if that's right, but <laughs> that's coming yeah. up soon, yeah. which would be really cool. Um, and it's a good way for, again, for, for 
each one of our team members to get to know people in our community as well and their businesses and, and really understand what kind of challenges these businesses are having at this point in time. So they're the three events. And then we've got a, we're working on a recession proofing your business webinar, which Merrill will run. Um, and that's going to sort of slating that for sometime in May. So that's, uh, that's the three objectives. Busy. It's busy in the community. So if you haven't joined, send us a message. We'll get you in there. And um, yeah, there's a lot of value in there. I'm, I'm really excited that we're doing this. And from my perspective, like tying it back to our product launches, but having access to our clients and friends and community in Slack so immediately is really, really awesome because you can hear what the big challenges coming up are and you can your fingers on the pulse a lot more. So it's it's a two-way street there because they get a lot of value from us, but we also, um, you know, get to know what's exactly going on and what's in people's minds right now. So it's it's a nice way to stay close to our clients. Yeah, and it, it really ties to we're going jump into wins in a moment, but um, one of the wins from this week from the community was uh, you or Meryl offering um, something that you're working on, Mike, and, and having you know already one of the members come back saying they, they want to uh, participate in that. So do you want to share that win with uh, our audience here? Yes. So, so that's the, the cash flow consultation product that we've launched. And so we're, I basically have donated five free sessions to people in our community to try and build some goodwill and give some value to everyone who's in there. Um, so we've actually had two. I had a direct message of someone else. So we've had two of the five slots filled in the past two days. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to start delivering them and and just trying to help people through this period. That's the main goal of them is to is to help people survive and, and thrive later on. Epic. And that's really good. So, you know, that's another benefit of being in the, in the community is you get to experience some of these new products that we're in the midst of testing and launching and these sort of things. And, and uh, community members get first dibs, I suppose, at those opportunities. So that's epic. All right. What other wins have you had this week, Mike? Uh, so my landing page is up, bninjas.com forward slash profit first or one word. Um, so that's been a big monkey off my back. I'm now a fully certified profit first consultant so you have to kind of jump through a few hoops and do some exams um so i'm i'm fully certified and the uh the landing page is now live so that's nice to be to be completely official that's I, awesome can yeah can i can can i jump in and ask you a question yeah 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 <laughs> what happens when you get certified do they send out a do you get a shirt or a badge or something <laughs> like what's <laughs> can't it's like the illuminati amp i can't tell you it's like a secret <laughs> There's a secret. <laughs> there's a secret ceremony with candles and stuff. Um, no, right. mate, not not at all. There's basically access to an awesome new image that says "Certified Profit First Professional" that I can use on my email templates and stuff like that. And I'm, I've already been a part of the community, and I'm in a mastermind and stuff. So none of that really changes. It's just that I can now announce myself as official. So it's yeah, it's it's a, it's a formality, but it's a good one to have. Oh, absolutely. Well done. Uh, and you also get listed on their site or something as well? Yeah, people can find me on the Profit First Australia website as well. So there's multiple ways. I've already got one lead through there. Um, I'm teed up for a call next week. So it's another way to, to get leads from, from being Ninja's Money Mindset's point of view because we also get leads through Profit First organization. So that's an, another big bonus of it. Brilliant. Yeah. This is good. All right. Yeah. Okay. So you got your, your landing pages up. You're certified. What else happened for you last week? Uh, I signed my first coaching client, which is awesome. Uh, so it's an existing client and he's come on board for a six-month program with me. And he's going to be the first one to run through my new signature system. So I've basically 
this is this. I mean, we're going to have to do another podcast season, mate, because doing all of these different projects and pivoting with all of these products we've been testing, I've I've realized that these will fit really nicely into a an ongoing six month coaching program where they get a stair stepped approach to building their finances up using all of these tools. And so, yeah, I've signed uh, my first ongoing coaching client, which is a really really awesome, and I'm really looking forward to working through with him uh, this process and then building on and, and getting better and better as we go. And I think that's super valuable for the client. Like I think he gets an opportunity to really have a plan uh, around, you know, profit first and, and cash flow and these sort of things and have a chance to work with you over that six-month period um, to hit those goals and implement, you know, different things into the business. So that, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. I mean, because a lot of people who want to do profit first, but they don't have their books in order and that's a real issue because it's kind of you, you need to have your, your bookkeeping and your and your those kind of systems in place you need to be on zero you need to be doing it regularly you need to have a process for your receipts like all of that basic stuff is the lifeblood of then having a successful profit first implementation and then running with it and it actually becoming a habit of yours so um yeah i feel like our, our bookkeeping recurring bookkeeping services is, is the perfect um launching point for people because once that's controlled then Ah, uh, the sky's the limit. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, and that's a good point you raise, like the timing of when it makes sense to uh, implement profit first. So, so what you're saying is, once you've got your books in order and you've got that system going and you've got some consistency with your data, then it's then that's sort of the ideal time to go into working with you on profit first. If they want to do an in-depth uh, mm. approach, and and but people need to be committed to be doing this as well. Um, there, there's very much the DIY light version, which I'll hint in our goals at the end of this. But, um, you know, people can just open up a GST account and open up a tax account. That, and then they've got two different bank accounts and they're off, off to the races with a minimal version of. But this is more for people who want to go in depth and are interested in, in learning and, and kind of receiving some coaching about improving their business in a meaningful way. So there's the very light approach and then there's the the more in-depth kind of things where we're really looking at the business performance and trying to supercharge that. That's awesome. Like I can't wait to see sort of as things progress and then you, you know, have a sharing of just things that, that are happening for the client and wins and things along the way. That'll be really, really interesting. Yeah, I'm excited. And what about you, mate? What are your wins for the week? Uh, okay, we got the Know Your Landing page up, uh, Know Your Numbers landing page up. So that was one. I had uh, an opportunity to get interviewed on two separate podcast one was a facebook live um and really talk about uh, one was really more around just navigating through COVID 19 and um productivity tips and you know how how like what we talked about on, on previous episodes just how do you how are we managing uh well-being and mental health and these sort of things which is really good i mean it was a really it didn't feel like a podcast and i think that's what he intended it was more just let's have a chat and um see how people are navigating this process right now yeah uh, and then the second one was uh i was a conversation around the the importance of community building um and and having an active community or engaging in an active community um as a small business uh during times of depression and recession which is what we're in right so that was really relevant and, and hyper relevant to where we are right now and so that was a good place uh, platform for me to share some insight around that and why we're so big on building community right now um as we've been talking about That's awesome. and then the third one you'll have to hey? make sure we post them in the um in the show notes mate i'm sure people, listeners might be interested to check them out 
Yep, yep, we'll do. Uh, and then the, the last win was, um, oh, I mentioned earlier, we hosted, well, I hosted the first Bean Ninjas co- Community Coffee and Connect meetup today, and that was fun just to get to know you. Uh, there was no, I mean, okay, it was a bit of a structure to it, but it wasn't, it wasn't a presentation and it wasn't, um, like I, I really, really let it to let it be a bit more free flowing and just so, like you would have a normal coffee chat. Um, and I think that, you know, it was good that it was actually one person that showed up because it actually let me test, uh, and get some feedback around that format. Uh, and then, you know, when we run this again in a couple of weeks, we'll have more people. Uh, and, and that way it'll be much more of a networking type collaboration type session. So we'll see how that goes. Awesome. All right, so let's talk about some of the challenges that uh, came up for you over the last week, Mike. Where, what's been happening? So, I mean, the, the challenges, the videos not being done are probably <laughs> the big one that's, that's kind of hanging over my head that, that I'm kind of um, disappointed that I haven't got done. But as I said, they're, they're going to be pivoted into a bigger plan. I think selling the the new cash flow management sessions and um, and trying to work out just in my own head internally how that plugs in to the bigger portfolio of ways that we can help small businesses because with you rolling out our awesome education um, offerings and community offerings and I'm kind of got the financial coach hat on and trying to see where we can add value, it's it's a challenge to make sure that my messaging and also the products I'm giving fit within all of that and still really give up a whole bunch of value. So that's been a big part and making sure that I, I get that right when I'm delivering these these cash flow forecasting and scenario planning sessions. Um, uh, probably a big one, actually probably the biggest challenge has been that the profit first implementations, a full profit first implementation is an expensive price point for a lot of small businesses um, if they're not fully committed to undergo the, the, the complete process and, and transform their business in a, a really meaningful way. So because we're in, coming into uncertain territories, everyone's cutting costs and that's completely understandable. And it's funny, I want to help people get through this, but also need to be you know paid for my time. So the full implementation is, is now kind of seems to be an expensive price point and I'm trying to explore these other products that will still really provide the juiciest value of this um, without that same time commitment and, and, and product. So that's why the cash flow management sessions and the blueprint sessions have been really good because they're a smaller time commitment on my behalf, which means I can make them cheaper and give them to more people. And the big challenge ahead will be, as I mentioned before, developing my signature program, which is combining these aspects of cash flow, of profit first, of mindset, goal setting, some financial coaching, wrapping that all up into a, a meaningful stair-step approach that makes sense to people and, yeah, and delivering that over a six to 12-month period. What about you, mate? There's some really good stuff that I'm just taking some notes for us to come back to uh, around what you just shared. So um, we'll come back to it, but uh, this this whole idea of, you know, just navigating and understanding what, what we can, how we can add value to specific clients or businesses, and then um, timing around what the market for you know views as valuable. Uh, obviously, going through re- coming into recession, that's going to impact perception as well around what should I be putting my money into from the business owner's perspective. Um, and so, all these things are like 
forced us to really reevaluate our products and, and certainly we've had to do that with our courses um, and I can see you're doing that with Profit First and the implementation product and seeing things like that as well. So we'll come back to that in a moment. Okay. Um, really important point. Okay, so for me, uh, I had a few challenges like with the landing page. Uh, something that <laughs> really happened there was just tech challenges with WordPress and um, getting Stripe to work with a gravity form and so bit of background information we actually work with a developer who does the tech side of things for our website uh i even though i have some background in that it's really not my cup of tea <laughs> it's not where, um it will take me hours to work out this stuff and so we give it to um our guy and he goes away and does it but um one of the issues with stripe is that to give access to stripe would would actually mean you have to give access to uh our client list and client confidential information about the clients and stuff like that. So we're really protective of that for security reasons. Uh, so we had to navigate and find a way of doing that. And we got there in the end. Um, and then the other one was the, just the theme that we use. We're using Divi on our website. Um, and there was an upgrade that happened and that caused basically this issue where we couldn't update the landing pages. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that was literally yesterday and me going, oh, my gosh, <laughs> like the, the day before. And so, anyway, that's been resolved. It's up and running now. So, uh, thumbs up. Going to give a shout-out to Martin, who's our developer working with us on that one. And um, uh, also, uh, Tuned WP, which is Justin's company. He, they're the guys who actually are doing our WordPress support. So, those guys have been amazing. Now, um, the second challenge was we had some people join the our private uh, Slack community who are actually not paying clients. So um, they kind of found the uh, – they jumped the gate somehow, <laughs> came into the community, and it wasn't until I did an audit of – the member list yesterday and um thanks to meryl for for encouraging me to do that uh then i re- then we realized oh like there's a bunch of people here that that really shouldn't be here or you know did we somewhere down the line offer invite these people in and now realize that they're actually not ideal members for the community wow and so how did you how did they get in this is like a murder mystery they've <laughs> So essentially, we uh, had a process because we offered our DIY financial foundations course um, to support small businesses throughout this COVID month. Um, And so as part of that process, we also opened a door to invite those people into the community, right? Um, But uh, throughout this transition period, um, yeah, we, we, I guess, slipped my mind that that that's was the instruction that we had and that's what we agreed to do. And then now it's kind of like, oh, actually, they're not engaging in the community. They're, they're, um, they're a bit too early stage, uh, you know, and, and we want to make sure that the conversations are fruitful for everyone in the community. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. um, so now we're just working through a process of, look, we do want them around. It's not like we're going to go and kick them out, but it's more around having conversation with each of those, of those particular members and saying, look, if you want to be involved, um, then we do have uh, – the membership for the community it's not free like it's it's actually for paying clients it's free uh for a year but there is a there's actually a, you know an investment you need to make and 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 if you want to join this is what the investment is and you've got to apply to come in yeah so yeah so we're going to have those conversations we're going to let them stay for another few weeks and then i'll follow up with each person to um let them know Fair okay enough. and then the the third one is yeah, an issue I raised previously, but this is still around improving engagement inside the community Slack channel. Um, and what you had said last time about, you know, 
there's so many platforms that people are using and maybe they're already using Slack for their own team. Uh, and so what's going to make them want to come over and, and, and engage in the community? So what we start, started to see, you know, a positive sign here is because of the events we're starting to roll out, um, they're a really good, good reason for people to come in and start asking questions and um, offer, you know, thoughts and things like that. And also, uh, when we invite people to participate in things like private betas or launching of, you know, your cash flow product or whatever it may be, um, people start to engage. So it's a process and uh, we'll continue to involve this over the coming months. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just once you get the momentum, it'll be off to the races. But and I really think those Zoom, those face-to-face calls where people can see each other, so the coffee and collabs are going to be great. Just so we people kind of get a – it's like building a friendship, right? It takes time. And so you can't expect people to drop everything and start commenting on all of our posts. But I think we're, we're definitely moving in the right direction. And I'm noticing a lot more, especially with the event launches. So, yeah, good work, Amp, on that. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So now you did talk about so some of the – you know, you called it a failure, but I'm going to say there were some lessons in that. So what were the lessons around creating video content that you, uh, you had? I, so I, I, so I did record a few um, two weeks ago and then I, I watched them back and realized that there was still some value in there, but there wasn't enough direction and they, they kind of, if someone saw them in a one-off video they might have got a little bit of value but they weren't my best work to be honest and I wanted to really go go through and map out a a piece that would really add a lot of value but also build people into seeing what it would be like to work with me so I wanted to not only add value but also show some of the services that Bean Ninjas offer so I wanted to be a two-pronged approach um, rather than just um, finding tips or, you know, or, or coming up with ideas about surviving businesses, surviving this and just rattling them off on a video. I wanted it to have a deeper meaning to it. So that's kind of why I've held off on doing those um, because otherwise it was just going to be more noise on the internet without a lot of backbone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, 100%. Like I think what you're saying about just getting clear on a strategy um, is the the correct first step like i think a lot of people jump into let's just go out there and grab the phone or the camera and just put content out there and and if if you're not like you say you don't have a clear direction um not only does the content not hit the mark i think it it just it can actually uh, damage your brand or reputation to some degree um like people want to you know, be guided. And so if you have a clear structure of, okay, where what's the end goal? It's not about the content, right? It's about the message. It's about the product or the service or the way I can support someone. Um, and then sort of lay that out first. And then you go, okay, now what are the, the it's, it's like a puzzle that you're putting together and you go, okay, well, here are the, the, the pieces of content that I need to record um, that guides people down that path. And I think that's, um, yeah, some really good insights from you on that one. Yeah, I just, I just needed to better define the key problem in our clients or potential clients' mind and show a clear way to solve that rather than just giving general tips about reducing expenses, increasing cash flow. I wanted it to, yeah, have a bit more substance. So, yeah, you'll probably by the time this comes out, I will we'll have started releasing them. So, people can go check them out on my LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll definitely link to them when they're up. Uh, but that's a really good point about just getting really clear about what the specific challenges are um, and 
and you mentioned it earlier, it's about also saying it in their in their language, right? So communicating it because it's easy for us to jump into you know accounting jargon and all these sort of things. But um, if people are worried, and this is what we learned from the course, if people are worried about paying their bills, and we start talking about cash flow modeling or something like this, right? Um, it's a disconnect already. So people, you know, but if you start the video saying, hey, like, are you worried about paying your bills? Like, watch this, you know, three-minute video and I'll, sh- I'll share a tip. Uh, and then you, you kind of, they're hooked with that. Um, and, and and that gets them in, you know, and, and gets their attention going, I guess. And then then you want to listen to it. So that's that's really good. Yeah. And it's, it's about like which... Which are the like the key areas are we addressing? Like, is it security? Is it their health? Is it relationships? Is it their status? Is it growth? You know, is it at the moment it's kind of security, safety, or survival? So it's got to be really speaking to that in a clear, clear way. And I think that's probably um, my my big product launch lessons was around let the customer telling you what they want, speaking to them, and developing the products around their pain points. And even in the questions I'm asking them speak in their language and don't try and put my chartered accountant's hat on too much because that's just jargon to a lot of business owners. So I need to, you know, really get in the trenches with them and build it out from there. That's probably been the the big lesson. And probably the other big one was be resilient and adaptable to the changing conditions and that the the profit-first implementation that I begun this product launch with has completely developed into a whole new beast with a you know the blueprint sessions the cash flow the cash flow forecasting and now this signature system it's kind of it's been a continual process so that's only come from being on the call a lot of calls with people and hearing what their problems are and and then trying to solve them and probably my last one i think before we continue is knowing my own value and that's been a big a big learning point for me because i've been on a lot of calls and given a lot of value but i think i've well i mean i've been doing some of them for free and i've kind of like i think i need to be charging for these um so it's, it's about knowing the value that i give to market and being able to accurately explain this to people without being forceful so that's probably another one when i've got my business owner owner hat on is to is to be mindful of that as well that's really good do you have any tips around just pricing like how do you in relation to that knowing your own value i mean you can how would someone listening to this even begin i know this is probably a can of worms here but um how how would you even be how did you go through the process of understanding well this is this is what an hour of consulting with with, um an accountant on my level is worth and then sort of marrying that with well this is where the market's willing to pay at this point in time or what the competitors are doing like how did you arrive at that it's it's a mixture of a few things but what I'm what I'm moving towards now is value based pricing, and it's about if I achieve, if I help my clients achieve the results they're going for, what is the value of that result to our clients? And so it's not based on my time, even though I will be putting in a lot of time, obviously, to help them. Um, it's based on the value of the problem that I'm solving for them, and the growth that results in in helping them with that problem. Um, so it's, it's more about ascertaining the, the real core issue and how much does that mean to them? And then if I can help them solve it and we do, what would be the reward for that? So it's, it's, it's kind of value-based pricing rather than cost-based pricing. Yeah, I like that. And that's really good because what you're saying, well, what I'm hearing is sell, like what you're selling is the outcome. Um, and the outcome is, you know, although it, it, it's easy to get into, get caught 
I see this happening a lot with a lot of consultants and coaches where it's like you get me for an hour, you know, every month for every week. Um, but really what the client really cares about is, well, what's the outcome at the end of that engagement, right? And so if you go and how much is that worth to them, whether it's time savings or increased revenue, increased profit or whatever it may be. So yeah, that's awesome. And that all comes from asking better questions at the start, which is why I've been iterating on the blueprint is is trying to get to the kernel of the real problem and, and their true internal motivations. And so that comes from being really clear about getting to that deeper layer rather than just explaining the list of services Vineages provides. It's trying to go a little bit deeper with the people when we're on the call. That's so exciting, man. I really, I'm glad you're going through that. Yeah, yeah, it's a process, but hopefully we'll get it. What about, what about you, mate? I'm sure you've had a lot of you know, ups and downs in the, this product launch. I know, I know we both have. What are your lessons from the past five weeks? Yep. So product launch lessons, um, got a few. So the first one is relating to what you said about being resilient and adaptable. Uh, so the way I view things is there's, there's no failure. I mean, it looks like failure. Like when we did the, the, the launch of the course and it really bombed and covered hit and it just went bananas. So, um, it, it's more about it, there's no failure, but there's, there's learning and feedback, right? It's like, okay, well, what did we learn from that situation? How can we, we do it better? Um, how can we do it more lean, you know, or, or whatever it may be and then adjusting, uh, and moving forward, right? So, yeah, um, that was important. Uh, what I learned specifically from the course launch was that what you call your product, the naming of the product actually makes a difference to the buyers, right? So if you, and this goes back to your uh, note about saying things to customers in a way that they can hear them, right? And in their language, because um, we were calling it a zero uh, bookkeeping, uh, learn zero bookkeeping or something like this. Uh, and, and that's not what people wanted. Like, like the people that wanted it want foundational, like beginner, how do I, run a report in zero, like click in zero and these sort of things. And, and that's not what we were actually selling or that's not what the product was, right? Um, and so we have to adjust that and then work through, okay, well, what is it that we're actually selling? And it's actually financial foundations. It's actually learning the, the, the basics that you need and setting that up in zero um, so that you can then move on to the second stage, which is to know your numbers, right? So um, that's been really interesting. And this all relates to finding product market fit and getting clear on who your buyer is, understanding that, you know, what the actual pain points, just what you just said, Mike, um, and then pivoting the message to really fit the buyers at where they are currently, uh, and what they want and where they're trying to get to, right? And so when, obviously, when we started going through this pandemic, um, everyone's focus went from growth. Immediately, it went to survival. Like it went to, I got to make sure that I'm still around in six months. Yeah. All right. Uh, and so now we've sort of been working through, you know, in, even in the way that we're naming our webinars and, and things like that and in the blog posts and the content we're putting out and updating the website. So if, I don't know if you've noticed the little link at the top of the website, which is COVID-19 support, right? There's these things that are there um, to let people know that we care and that we are there to help them work through these challenges. Um, excuse me. And then, uh, in relation to just selling the product, um, really, you know, a key lesson here is to put energy into really in building what uh, Seth Godin calls the minimum viable audience. Um, and because what a lot of us tend to do is focus on the minimum viable product. What's the product we're selling? Uh, instead of going the other way and, and saying, look, and look, focusing on, well, what's the audience that I'm trying to support? Who can I actually serve that needs, you know, the skills or the thing that I can give them? Um, 
and then building the putting energy into the outreach, building those relationships, connecting with them, um, and doing that months before you get down the, the launch phase, right? Um, and so by the time you get there, then you can actually involve those people in the launch, right? And this is kind of we're seeing that with the community in a, in a sort of minor, like a small way. Um, people are in the community. We start to learn more about them. You're jumping on calls with each of these people, uh, and so am I. And then we're saying, hey, based on what you're saying or where you're at, okay, this might be a good service for you, or this I feel this could be useful for you. We want to have a look at it. And they're more much more open now because they know who we are, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then the last point here is uh, what came up when you were just sharing just now is it's really important to sell a journey and not just a single product. Right, so we both started off with. I started off with a course. You started off with this uh, profit first um, implementation product, um, and then then what we've come to realize is, is actually how does this all fit together, and how does it mirror and match the journey that the the business is going through, right? And so when we're having conversations, we can go, you know, we can say, well, where are you now, and where are you trying to get to in twelve months' time, or ninety days, or whatever the time period is, right? And what's the appropriate um, service and solution that we can help you with right now right and then basically offer that um and then they're they're more likely to to be receptive to it because they can see that you're considering the entire journey and not just trying to push a a single product right and and so that's that's super valuable and and that's been uh, what we've been talking about and internally with you know we were on a call a couple of days ago um and i've been talking to wayne and, and tomorrow and we're looking at well how does each of these products fit within inside of the Bean Ninjas ecosystem and how do they re- relate to each other and how do we, you know, cross-sell, upsell or promote products, you know, within the ecosystem yeah. based on where the business is at at any point in time. Or give for right? free so, as well, you know. There's, yes. there's the courses we're giving for free and tr- providing that value to people who are just getting started with the idea that they pay it back down the line if they stay with us. So, yeah, it's, it's the free stuff as well that really helps people. Hundred percent, right? Because we not everyone's going to come in with you know a million dollar company, um, and so we got to go. Well, if they're at you know half a mil or even less, they're just starting out today. And how long is it going to get them? We anticipate the, you know on average a three year journey. So what does that look like? You know, and how can we best support? So that's really really cool. Okay, so um, anything else you wanted to add to those those insights? No, I think it's it's been it's been a, a quite a ride for both of us. I think, and especially having. Uh, COVID-19 erupt in the middle of this adds a certain flavor to, to the whole um, to the whole podcast series. I'll be interested to listen, listen to it all back, but I think we've both taken a lot of value um, from, from sharing this to, with our audience and no, I'm, I'm glad we did this. Yeah, I, I love that we have this like timestamp. Like we can always come back to this 10, 20 years later and go, that's what happened. That's where we were during COVID-19. That's right. Um, you know, it's interesting. Okay, so we're going to just wrap up with a couple of things that we're both working on uh, over the coming month. So, month. So, Mike, what are you? what's on your agenda? I want to be in the trenches with our clients as much as possible. So, helping them with the blueprint sessions I've been discussing, the cash flow consults that we're just rolling out now, and most importantly, Profit First. The world really needs this. And Profit First is the perfect antidote to these times to get people through it and to sharpen their toolkit. So, I feel like what I'm offering and what we are offering is really, really useful to help businesses in this period. Um, so it's so it's just about trying to get that word out there and and deliver it to as many people as possible. Um, and also, the the next big goal is rolling that into the the kind of signature system 
which is the, you know, the money mindset coaching program that we've already got one person signed up for and provide that journey, like you said, across for people who want to make that bigger investment to supercharge their business. That's, that's probably the big goal ahead is, is climbing that mountain and really getting the word out about that. Um, and also I want to not just provide that kind of like in-depth coaching program. I'm also got plans for like a DIY course for Profit First online, which is going to be a much cheaper price point and it's going to be self-guided for those who can't afford a full implementation. So that will kind of, I mean, I know we're offering, and we'll link to this in the show notes, the Profit First Kickstarter kit, which is a few um, tools that will really help you if you're just getting started with it and want to start having a think about it. We're already offering that for free for people. But this is probably that next stair step up, which is videos from me describing all the concepts and letting people really dive in a bit more. So that's another one that's going to be an online-based learning one, which obviously doesn't take up as much time of mine so we can make that a cheaper product. So I'm excited to do that, to look after people just getting started as well because this system works for people just getting started and half a meal plus. It works for everyone. So, yeah, I'm looking forward. Those are the two big, hairy, audacious goals I'm looking at right now. I love it. I just love seeing the development of the product ecosystem. Um, and if you've never heard of that f- term before, I think I learned that from Glenn Carlson and the Dent guys. Um, it's basically, yeah, you need to really think about not just the product, but I'm calling it the customer life journey or the buyer journey. But um, you really are building an ecosystem of, okay, what are, what's some free content that you can offer to help people that uh, at that stage? Then, then when they can afford to buy something, what's the next product? And then beyond that, what's the core product or what you're calling the signature system? Um, and that's a proven model. Like you, I could literally we could just break down a ton of businesses that are doing that right now. Um, and maybe I'll do that as a separate podcast episode or a blog post. Um, but that, that's, that's definitely the way to go. Awesome. And what about yourself, mate? What are you working on next? Okay, so three main things. First one is to continue building our community, um, locking in upcoming events, uh, updating the – we've actually now got a Bean Ninjas events page on our website. So you can actually go there at beanninjas.com forward slash events and you can see all the upcoming um, public and also uh, member-only events that are coming up. And uh, if you are interested in joining the Bean Ninjas community, you can also apply to, to come in uh, at beanninjas.com forward slash community. So that's that's uh, one thing I'm working on. The Another thing I'm working on is talking uh, a lot with Wayne and Meryl around e-commerce um, and our sales strategy and marketing strategy for uh, really supporting more e-commerce businesses. We've already been doing it, uh, but now with just everyone going online and the focus and things changing uh, and us realizing we actually do have the capability to to do a high-level service for um, high-performing e-commerce businesses, uh, there's a real you know, the timing is such that, that it's a real real good time for us now to focus on that, okay? And so that's something that I'm working on over coming months. And then the third one is to, like you, uh, Mike, is to build my own profile and, and appear on more podcasts, Facebook Lives, guest posts, these sort of things, and let people know that, hey, you know, if you want to talk community and you want to talk about uh, courses and online education, then then I'm your guy, right? So that's um, sort of the three things that are on my my on my mind for the next six months or so great great well we'll have to do a reunion podcast of where are they now uh in a you know (laughs) in a month or so time just to give people an update of where we're at with all this 
Yeah, I love it. I'm loving doing this series with you. So I wanted to thank you for your time, your energy, and just all the insights you've been sharing. Uh, and it's been a real joy and a pleasure to to work alongside you uh, in building the thing that you're building. Thanks, mate. And also, big shout out to our audience. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate your support. And yeah, get in contact with either Anne for us, either on LinkedIn or on the Be Ninjas website. And there'll be heaps of links in the show notes as well if you, for all the stuff we spoke about. 100%. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you real soon. Thanks, Mike. Cheers, bye. Want to better understand your business, make better financial decisions, and also drive more profit? If yes, then understanding your numbers is key to achieving these goals. If you're like most business owners, you've never studied accounting and you've never been taught how to really understand the critical numbers in your business or how to use them to make effective decisions, grow revenue, improve profitability, and increase cash. That's why we created the Be Ninjas Know Your Numbers course. And here's what business coach Justine Cox shared about her experience with the training. Probably the biggest impact for me, I found the course amazing. Uh, one, it was a bit of a refresher. I've been using Zero for a while, but it really helped me to know the pieces of Zero that I should focus on and, and how that can help me in my business. The first thing I was able to do is hand over a lot of the data entry and the processing tasks to the VA. So that saved me probably two to three hours a week. So that's the first um, win for us. But really what I wanted to focus on was the financial reporting. Um, I wasn't doing a lot of that and now I am. And the one thing that we've implemented that has made a huge difference for me understanding where the numbers are at in my business is the profit first principles and that cash flow management. And so setting up uh, an extra business account, I was kind of halfway there, but it has been amazing. It's uh, one, I can stop worrying about money because now I know exactly what I've got to spend where. Uh, and, and two, I am proud of the fact that I've actually started to put away some profit. So that's been amazing. So if you're someone who might be getting overwhelmed with the idea of going into your zero file and not really knowing, knowing what's going on money-wise with your business, or you just want a simple way to understand zero and finances for your own peace of mind, our Know Your Numbers course can help. You'll have a rare chance to work closely with an accountant and also have the support of other like-minded business owners who are going through the program. Head to beninjas.com forward slash know your numbers to learn more about our course and register to receive updates about our next enrollment period. That's beanninjas.com forward slash know your numbers or one word.